Why is my cup so like overflowing? Hi. You're the one having the worst day here. <laughs> and cheers to 200 cheers. Google reviews. Yes. Cheers. Oh, we hit 200. Yeah, we did. Woo! Get down in there. <laughs> Welcome to KT Confidential, episode 195. All right, well, let's get right into it. Jenny. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, my friend. It's Thank your you. First, first time on. Yeah. Um, so I'll introduce you kind of to everybody, but I want you to, um, as Adrian puts it, Give us your origin story, how you ended up at KT. Um, so we've known each other. I was saying this earlier today. Mm -hmm. I think since 2001. I think it's actually 2002. 2002. Yeah. Okay. I so was we're, close. Yeah, you were. Yeah. So 20 years yeah. that we've known each other. You got it. You only look like you're 26, but uh, yes, you're... You're older than 26. I am. I'm much, I won't much disclose older. your age if that's okay. You want to, I don't but care. Of course, doesn't bother me. Um, so 20 years, we actually. So I met Jennifer at the dealership we worked at. Well, fuck it, we'll give him a shout out. Aaron Park Lexus Toyota. <laughs> that's it, Aaron Park. Woo woo. Uh, and you were working in the service department. I was working in the sales department. Uh, we were both smokers at the time, so we would find ourselves occasionally out back for a smoke. Mm -hmm. uh, and in that industry, oh, Adrian's going to kill me. Oh, probably. He's going to be better. No, last time on the, what podcast was it? The last one or maybe the one before, I mentioned something about the auto industry. Okay. And he's like, and you make fun of me all the time for bringing the auto industry up. Well, here I am bringing it up again. <laughs> he's going to be comment number one. Um, without it, we would have, I wouldn't have never met you or him. So mm -hmm. anyway, um, that industry is synonymous with having a lot of smokers, high stress. Mm -hmm. um, the service guys, the technicians especially, mm -hmm. and even the salespeople. And they all go out and you get smoking buddies. I think 90% of the dealership smoked at that time. Right. Yeah. At that time, for yeah. sure. 100%. So we were smoking buddies. Yep. Sometimes I'd be walking through your corridor there. and yep. Hey, Jen, want to join me? I'm coming too. Yeah, I'm coming too. <laughs> that, that used to be. That was it. That was it. So, so that's how we know each other. And uh, you and Gavin in 2012. Mm -hmm. 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. I don't remember how it started, but I think one of you messaged me That's saying Gavin. it was Gavin. Mm -hmm. He messaged me and said, hey, we're thinking about buying a house. Would love if you could help us. Yep. And we had a great time during that whole transaction. That was the best time ever. Best first home buyer experience. Yeah, I swear. you were first time home buyers. Yep. You weren't married yet. No. Uh, you were sort of not living together, but all w together all the time. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And he lived far away at the time. So right. um, we were trying to get something close and figured, you know, why not invest and make some money while we're at it. Right. So along came Ariel. Yep. And uh, moved your ass to Milton. Yes. You're in the same in the same home now. We are. But we are going to talk about today is you moving 
out of that house, which is hopefully going to happen pretty soon. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, so we're going to chat about that today, but go ahead. Let everybody know who you are, what you're about, your origin story. Tell them whatever you want to Origin. Uh, not a lot to know about me. Um, I am an Oakville girl, born and raised. Um, lived in Oakville a good chunk of my life. Um, we moved to BC, so I lived in BC for about five years. That's probably when I was 12, 13. I was there for five years, came back, finished my high school here. Um, graduated from St. Thomas Aquinas in Oakville. Then, Is that how you say it? I don't know. I make up my own words as Aquinas. I go along. And I say words that Aquinas. wrong all the time. You're like, Leger. It is Leger. Ledger, Leger, like technicality. Oh, what does Millie call it? Millie? Ledger? Ledger. No. What do you call the street that the new condo we're going to tomorrow is on? Leger. 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 Let's see. And, it, and what is Adrian The correct say? way. Ledger. 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 We all say it differently. Yeah. 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 And I say Leger. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. If anybody knows how to properly pronounce that street. Yeah. Fill us in. Spelled L-E-G-E-R. Yeah. So, I don't know. In Canada, I would think it's potentially French-ish. Leger. Sure. No? Anyway. Aquinas. <laughs> St. Thomas Aquinas. Um, graduated from there. Um, started working afterwards. Went to Sheridan for a little bit um, and just decided it wasn't for me. So I started working full time. Um, I was referred from my cousin to work at the dealership. Um, and I swear, like, half of my family worked there between my other cousin and my sister and um, my goddaughter's mom. We all kind of worked there and would bring someone in. That's just what we did. You're like, oh, I have someone great that's available. So I worked at the dealership for, what, seven years? And then I moved to a different dealership, something a little bit closer to home. So I was working for Lexus of Oakville for a little while. I was there for actually quite a while. Then I moved into recruitment, was in recruitment for seven years. And um, that is actually where I was working when we had just moved in. Yeah. And um, recruitment was a little bit challenging, um, and I was looking for something closer to home. Eventually, um, was in the industry for seven years, and I had started working part time for you guys for a little bit. Yeah, I said, "Hey, Jenny, um, we need some help," because this is when our business really started to take off quite a bit, and yeah. it became un unmanageable. For at that time, it was just myself, Adrian, Steve Bruman. Steve Bruman. Mm -hmm. And Adrian and I both had our kids at the same time. Mm -hmm. And we were doing the production, the three of us were doing the equivalent production of teams that had eight, nine, ten people on it. Um, so we needed some help. And it was actually, I think it started because we were having a client event. And I asked you to, if you would want to fill in some hours on evenings and weekends. Yep. Yeah. I think we did, um, was it the beaver tail one? That was one of them. Oh, right. The beaver tail. Yeah. 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 We had a, um, the food a special, special house that we wanted to showcase. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of open houses that weekend and we wanted to be the go-to place. So we had, uh, we had the beaver tail truck park out front and if you took a tour of the house you got a ticket to go and get a free beaver tail 
and we had 200 people. That was a busy open house. More than 200 people. Yeah, it was just constant flood of people either inside looking around or lined up outside. It was crazy. Yeah. So much fun, though. Yeah, uh, good times. Yeah, definitely good times. And then you hated uh, the commute Mm -hmm. to your old job. And I think you were getting a little... There was, there was a lot of accumulation of stuff happening there. Right. And right. Uh, I think you could, I mean, we've known each other forever, so you've known me, you know me pretty well. I think you know my likes, my dislikes. You can kind of, I'm kind of an open book, and I, you can see it on my face. As soon as something's just not sitting okay, you're just like, mm, what's wrong, Jenny? So I think you already knew. Yep. And it did. It had come to a head. And I think the more people that came, that were moving into Milton, the longer my commute would become come wintertime. Like, I'm it should not take me two hours to get home in the winter from Oakville. Like that's, right. it's exhausting. So I, one day you called me in for a meeting. I thought it was for a new project and you guys offered me a full-time job and I almost had a heart attack. I was like, what? I was not expecting that, that we were doing a new event. It was kind of random. It was, you're like, let's have a meeting. And I'm like, all right, cool, new project. Maybe it's a new event, which was exciting because it's always like fun to do those. And then you're like, yeah, so... And Adrian's here, and, you know, we, we thought we'd bring you in and offer you a full-time job. And I was like, what? Come again? <laughs> Which wasn't very nice. It was, um, it was very um, unexpected. And, you know, that yeah, was... Yeah, caught you off guard. 100%. Went home, chatted about it. Yeah. And then... Told me it could, we couldn't afford you. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that on the podcast, but yeah, a little bit. Yeah. No, it totally was that, <laughs> yeah. right? It was. Um, but, you know, we made it work. And I'm so happy I made the transition because, you know, towards the end, it was um, it's just a very challenging role to be in. It's a very it's like an HR position for everybody. So, so we didn't even talk about that. Jen is our client care manager. Yes. Uh, and really no now. I think it's your four year anniversary with us this week. Saturday. Is it Saturday? Saturday. I have it in my calendar. I knew it was this week. You're good with days, though. You're really I good am. with days. Yeah. Um, so four years. Wow. Shit. Time flies, doesn't it? I blinked. I blinked. I've blinked, and we've been living here for 10 years in Milton. Like, it just, I was like, how has it been 10 years already? Yeah. Just, it flies by. So in the four years, you've really found out a lot about the real estate industry. Huge. You know everything about our business. Yes. Adrian and I, thankfully, can go away um, on a vacation, shut off our phones, and you can probably, I know you can, uh, manage everything behind the scenes. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's one of the benefits of bringing on someone to kind of, you know, help. Because you guys were doing everything on your own. It was a -a 24-hour-a-day thing for you guys. Oh, for sure. You know, crack of dawn till midnight at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. So... Enough about origin and all that yes. crap. Okay. About three, well, it's been an ongoing discussion. Okay. But for the last three, four months, mm-hmm. myself, you, and your husband. This is my wonderful husband. Have been in discussions. Yes. About transitioning you into a new home. Yes. So, as those discussions, because like we're right in the middle of that, in the thick of things, and it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit complicated because we've got grandparents and in-laws and 
Some things involve some moving pieces. We come with some baggage. There is a renovation in progress. We won't go down that path. It's in progress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's in progress. Progress, yeah. Just um, slow progress, but it's in progress. But like you said earlier, I know you. I know your facial expressions and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I noticed over the last few weeks... Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly about talking about getting a bigger mortgage, potentially moving a little bit out of town, yep. um, or even taking on a bigger property, more expenses, the whole part of moving itself, yep. whatever, everything mm-hmm. all adding up. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the anxieties oh God. that, because I think this is something that a lot of people face. Chicken wing, chicken wing. <laughs> the, the videographer did not put his phone on silent. Come on, Ian. That Ian, was good, though. That was good, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> We're just going to uh, have chicken wings, like, flopping in this one. Right, Flo it's it fine. just fell in love with this podcast. Yeah, she's like, I got hey, so Hey, what's much your favorite me. chicken wing? My favorite chicken wing? Yeah. Um, Like, sauce-wise? Yeah. I like, like a honey garlic kind or a barbecue. Yeah. Or, or a barbecue. barbecue. Yeah. Simple. Favorite place to get chicken wings? Ivy or Memphis. Memphis is fantastic. I really like Memphis yes. chicken wings. Yeah. I don't understand that place. Is it Big Bone Barbecue or is it Memphis Barbecue? Because their website is Big Bone Barbecue and they even it even says that in their sign. I Honestly, I call them Memphis. Memphis. I think like they have big bone combos. So I don't right. know if that's kind of where it ties in. Um, but I heard about them when they were doing Rip Fest. Yes. Yeah, I didn't even know that they had like a front, like a storefront here in Milton at the time. Right. And then discovered they do that. have good wings. Oh, so you get fantastic. the smoked ones. Yeah, I like the wings. Yeah. Yeah. Because they they have the smoked and they have the regular dusted deep fried stuff. Yeah. No, I like the smoked ones. Yeah. Yeah. They are good. Yeah. Their their chicken wings are fantastic. My favorite place. But um, Ivy has wicked wings too. That's you know Gavin's who has favorite. good wings? Uh, Vito's. Vito's Pizza. You know what? Their wings are actually they quite are. good. They are pretty good. That's where we started getting chicken wings until we discovered um, the Ivy and then Memphis as well. Oh, Ian, you'll love this. Um, we were walking, so Adrian, myself, and Millie went for uh, lunch at Sushi Ya. Sushi Ya is my go-to yes. sushi place in town. And we were walking back on Main Street, and that building that was in that movie, Man... Oh, yeah. What is it called? Man, Man, Man of Toronto or Man something. Man of Toronto. 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 Toronto, Toronto. I am from Toronto. That you no, you are not. Okay, wait, that's not wait, how you say wait. it. It hasn't. It hasn't aired yet. Oh. Uh, but Adrian and I had that discussion because he started saying Toronto. In Toronto. Yeah. And it has aired. Did it? I swear, because we I started, We were watching. Maybe that it. was today's. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, it hasn't aired. Oh, ours. Yeah, uh-huh. we're a couple of weeks ahead in recording because uh-huh. Adrian's on vacation and then I'm on vacation. You were just probably in there listening. To I'm it. just, yeah, I'm just I'm anyway. Just here for the show today, we were walking back from the sushi place, and that building that was in that movie is being renovated. And Adrian says to me, uh, "What's going? In, what's going in there?" I said, "I don't know." So I pop my head in, and uh, the steel place. No, here on Main Street. Oh, the front store here. Okay. No yeah, mind. it used to be like a yogurt and something. Yep. That building. That's where the I, they turned it into a gym for the movie or something. I thought the gym was a steel place behind us, beside Sergeant Chickens. 
No, Sergeant Chickens. Or it's <laughs> <laughs> Sergeant Chickens. Whatever, you know. A bunch of Sergeant Chickens walking around. They got hats and everything on, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, they're turning it into a butcher shop. Oh. A premium butcher shop. Interesting. Yeah. We need one of those, a proper yeah. one. Uh, so what are your anxieties of uh, moving? Fuck all of it. All of it. The money, the and packing. I'm going to take notes, so this will help me in my process of helping you purchase yeah, so well, when you're coming, when you're coming by, come with come with liquor or something, because we'll yeah. we'll need some of that. Um, all of it just kind of stresses me out. Everything from the interest rates going up to the market, just kind of the way it's been. You know, it could be very beneficial for us as buyers getting in. Um, you know, the whole possibly having somebody be renting my home or selling it to get it ready to go just everything all combined just gives me a lot of anxiety we moved a lot when i was a kid so i saw my dad super stressed out all the time my stepmom and you know it didn't click they're like just you know make sure your room's packed and do your thing and help us renovate and you could see the stress but i never understood the stress myself and the first time home buying experience as much as people are like oh yeah it's super stressful I think the whole buy and sell or at the same time, so much more stressful. Yeah, it's just, it's a different ballgame. Are you stressed about the finances? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. It's not just the finances, but that's a big part of it. Taking on a bigger monthly payment? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people also don't realize it's not just the monthly payment. Your property taxes increase, your utilities increase. Everything. Your maintenance costs. If you need, like when you're upsizing, which you will be doing. Windows, roof, driveway, when those things need to be replaced, it costs more. 100%. When you buy a bigger home. Yeah. Um, here's a tip for you I have right now. Okay. So here, we're doing a live buyer consultation. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Without your husband. It's okay. He doesn't need to be here. It's fine. Well, honestly, I know the two of you, and you both have an input and a say in the decision making. Yeah. Um, But you outweigh him. So... At the end of the day, I could have these. Dis- he's going to be listening, so be careful. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go home later, and then he's going to hear the podcast eventually, and he's going to be like, "So, you, you think you're his way He's going to hate me then. Oh yeah, he's going to be like, "Ariel, okay. we got to Bl- talk." <laughs> blame it on the realtor and the friend. That's okay. You've known him for almost twenty years too, so it's that's all, right. So it, oh, that's it, right. it it all equals out. So, if you haven't already, and if I haven't said this to you already. Mm-hmm. Because of your time frame, the most important thing that you should be doing right now, and it takes, that is probably, there's three things that will take you a lot of time, and this is one of them. You have your sell pile. Yes. Your donate pile and your garbage pile. Yes. And go through every inch of everything that you own that's in the house and figure out, are we taking it with us Mm -hmm. or are we going to sell it? Are we going to donate it, mm-hmm. or is it just pure garbage? Okay. <laughs> I know. I know, because I hear you telling this to, like, all of our clients. So I I know, but I have, have a hard you, time. Have you started doing that? Fuck no. Absolutely not. I've done nothing. Well, you're not helping your cause of anxiety. So you have to right. keep it small, like, because it can be overbearing and overwhelming. Yes. So... 
the easiest thing to do is go into a room in your house where you have a box. Okay. Start with one box because surely if I go into your basement, I'm sure I'll, or in your garage or wherever, spare bedroom, Mm -hmm. there is a box or two. Oh yeah! Right? Oh yeah! yeah. Oh yeah! I got boxes. Yeah. I got boxes. I'm Portuguese. We don't throw <laughs> shit, right? That's just it. Between me and Grandma, like she won't part with anything. So I've got like 500 plates. Like, what am I gonna do with 500 right. plates? But so Jen's grandmother lives with them as well, and is going to be moving with them into the new house. Mm-hmm. And the challenge with elderly people is they hang on to stuff, but they also have a lot of memories that they want to keep right like i know with my grandparents they had like all kinds of christmas cards from like 1952 and from people from other countries and picture albums you know before things were digital um like when my grandmother passed away i inherited a lot of the uh the the memory stuff right went from my grandmother to my dad when my dad passed away i i then had all of that yeah and there were like those old film reels that were like no twice way. the size of your head and like boxes of them like what am i doing with this i can't throw it out no but that's how wicked is that though oh it's fantastic right so i actually sorry okay a little off topic no, don't little mind me it's fine i never do that no never um I actually took those reels into um, a film store. Did you really? And I had it converted to DVDs. So I've got, some of them don't have audio because they're like the old school, you know, big film, whatever, and no audio. That's okay. So I have now DVDs of me as a baby. That's amazing though. Which is I think pretty cool considering I'm 40 years old. 100%. And then something you can also show your twins down the line, you know, and yeah. be like, you know, I know you guys yeah. are in the age of like. Dad, why is there no sound? Yeah. There wasn't sound in those days, yeah. child. Yeah. And we didn't have color for our stuff either. I so. used to walk to school <laughs> three miles a day with no shoes. And the snow up to my waist, you yeah. know, and I never complained. We didn't have a bus stop. <laughs> I think we all heard the same story. <laughs> Anything our parents would say for us to just shut up and walk to school because they're like, we're not not driving you like right. sorry grab your brothers and your sisters get your ass going I'm you're not fine. done my coffee get yeah, out of here yeah just be on your way um so take a box yes just one okay start tonight i'm gonna i'm gonna quiz you tomorrow oh god <laughs> in fact <laughs> it doesn't take that long just take one box Kay. take an easy box okay open it up okay look through it Yes. Keep, sell, or get rid of it. Okay. And the get rid of, usually what I say, things that are garbage are things you wouldn't want somebody else to, you know, have used, right? Like you're not donating underwear. You're not donating um, old Snickers bars that you munched on three years ago that the leftovers in the box. You know what I mean? No, for sure. That's garbage. And I'm the first person. The donate stuff. Yeah. I usually say it's the stuff that's going to be harder to sell. Okay. If you're not going to have a garage sale, which is a huge undertaking. Yes. And you can't be bothered for like a couple of dollars here or there. Things like old ugly china. 
mm-hmm. uh, like old cups and mugs and stuff like that. Those are very tough to sell. Um, so donate them. Okay. You're big on donating. Every time we flip or do something with a house, you're always, oh, don't throw that out. I'm going to take it to the restore. Yeah. I'm going to take it to Salvation Army or yeah. call up the Diabetes Association. So so you get at that. You yes. like to do it. I do. So do it with your own stuff. Yes. Now, the stuff to sell is where it's get interesting and, and even the keep stuff. Okay. The keep stuff when it comes to clothing, if you haven't worn it, I don't know what an actual, like everybody says, oh, if you haven't worn it in a year, throw it out. Well, I haven't worn a suit in five. doesn't mean I should throw out my suit. Yeah. I'm not going to show up to a wedding in shorts and a t-shirt. So, um, <laughs> you know, certain things obviously you want to keep longer. But if you have, like we were talking on Millie's podcast with her Aritzia sweater or whatever, um, things go out of style mm-hmm. or you just don't like it mm-hmm. or you wore it once and realized you look fat in it and you don't want to wear it again. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody has those oh, yeah. clothes, oh, yeah. but you hang on to them. They end up in your closet. You know what? I'm actually not too bad with the clothes. I go through them often and I get rid of like a garbage bag or two a year. I have a lot of nieces though. So I give a Hand lot of clothes. Downs. Yeah, I give Perfect. a lot to them. Um, I'm like, hey, go through the garbage bag. I'm like, if you want anything, keep it. You don't, it's going to be donated. So the keep stuff is the stuff that you have to know. Yes, definitely going to keep this. It's worth keeping. Right. And we're going to have enough space in the new house for it. Yeah. Moving is a great opportunity to... Purge the clean. Uh, Yeah, kind of zen yourself. Yeah. Because a clean, tidy, and clutter-free environment is always going to give you a little bit more sanity. Mm-hmm. Um, so it gives you a time to purge the cell area of that whole process is where it gets super interesting now and can be time consuming, but very time, uh, rewarding. Okay. eBay and Facebook marketplace should be your two best friends. You're the big resale guy. I am the big resale guy. I'm the flipper guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't want you to get rid of a mug that you think is only worth 10 cents and you donate to the Salvation Army, but all of a sudden you see that they actually are selling for $20, $30, $40. Which happened to you. So, yeah, I bought one of those yeah. mugs and flipped it on eBay and made myself 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, you do that enough times in the year, you put that money aside over five years, all of a sudden you have enough money to buy another property. Right. That's what we talked about with Millie on her Gen Zers podcast. Yes. So be careful of what you're going to donate and throw out and even what you're going to sell. But some of those items inter, intertwine into value. Yeah. So, and that takes time. Yeah. I think that's like, I get overwhelmed. I, I swear I have ADHD. So like you see like the overall big picture and you're just like, crap, that's a lot. That's what I'm saying. Just start with start one Start small. But yeah, you have to start. Fair. Otherwise, what's going to happen. It's going to be a disaster. In a couple of weeks when we start actually getting into the nitty gritty of searching for your new home. Yeah. We're going to get into a house. You guys are going to love it. You're going to want to offer on it. Yeah. Then you're going to go home after buying it, and then you're going to be scrambling and freaking out even more yeah. because now you have less of a time frame to do it all in. 
yeah, because all of a sudden now I have a deadline. Yeah. And then panic's going to set in. Right. And then you're going to have to deal with me every day but leading up to that. Correct. Good luck with that. We have many realtors that I can pass you off to. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're an employee, I would feel very comfortable in doing that. You would. You would. You'd be like, you know what, Jenny? It's no. You're done. Um, Listen, Steve Bruman has probably the most patience of any person I know on the planet. And uh, so... He I, truly does. I think he could handle your crap quite quite easily. Um, we'll see. Well, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I don't think he knows patience until he's. So like, that's number me. one. That's what you guys are going to get started, and you're going to start with one box tonight. Ten four, chief. Um, Gavin's working nights. So it'll be easy. Oh, perfect! Pour yourself a glass of wine, get your comfies, yep. and just get a, a box out, and. Um, if you're here, I'll even throw this out as an assistance tool. Okay. If you're stumbling over, like, should I sell this? Should I donate it? Should I just throw it out? Mm-hmm. If you're stumbling over that, just send me a picture. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I go through this on a regular basis, not only with my own stuff, but with lots of people, obviously. For sure. And um, because of all the auctions I attend and mm-hmm. me going to a lot of garage sales, I have a pretty good eye of what can actually make you money. And some stuff mm-hmm. is not worth it. Like I, uh, when was it? On well, a few days ago, I was going through some of the stuff I inherited from my dad's estate, and one of them was a fish finder. You know what a fish finder is? No. It basically there's a. It's called a transducer. It's like a sonar that you put at the bottom of the boat, and then there's a cable that runs to a little monitor, and it. And it basically shows you where the fish are in the lake, right? So if a fish goes by, it comes up on the screen and it shows you how many feet below the boat it is. So you can cast out and try and catch fish. Your dad had some of the most wickedest techie oh, f- stuff. F- fishermen. Yeah. He, a lot of fishermen yeah. have have them. And, um, and I would probably have kept it and used it, but it's one of those things that I know I'm not using this year. So I need the space because, as you know, we're thinking of moving ourselves. Yes. And I've started that process. You would. So I, know. I do as I preach. Yes, in, I know. In you terms do. of that. Anyway. Oh, I know you do. Um, so, anyway, I looked it up on eBay and I'm like, wow, crap, these are going for good money. And I measured the box. Waited out, went on to Canada Post to see what the shipping costs would be. Mm-hmm. Threw it on eBay on a seven-day auction, and it sold for about 15% more than I thought it would because it was in the original box. Giddy up. So, sorry about that. That was me. Um, so certain things like that, you can you can flip and make money on your own stuff. So that's number one. Okay. Number two yes. is get yourself, because I've seen your home many times. Um, the paint is in overall good condition, I think. Mm-hmm. But the areas that will probably need touching up are the areas that have white paint. Yeah. So doors yes. and trim. Yes. So it's really easy to get a little uh, quart of <coughs> trim paint. Yes. Take a little brush and touch up all of your trim. That's been on my like to-do list for a while. 
Okay. He stops slacking. So that's number two. Yes, Captain. Uh, number three. Yes. Which, because of your, um, we'll call them attention to details. <laughs> sure. She's the ne- best client care manager <laughs> on the planet. I can assure you that because she has, she's very systematic and very organized. Yes. The challenge with Jennifer is when she goes home, she's pretty tired and just wants to chill, and I get it. Mm-hmm. We all do. Yeah. Your husband's the same way. Yes. But somebody's got to do it. I and know. it's got to happen. I know. I'm calling you out here live on YouTube on... SoundCloud. What's the second one? Isn't that SoundCloud? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. What's that? Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Spotify. Google Play? Did Google we figure music. out if that's Google, oh, Google Music? Google Music? And Stitcher. Me everywhere. Everybody's listening to you. First podcast you. in four years, and you're just going to call me out on all your platforms. This is the first time you've been on the podcast, so. Actually, you know what? I think we did one when you guys were away, like oh, way you did. back when. Way back You when. did. We were both away. Yeah, and we like just took over. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. That was a long time ago. That was. Yeah. I almost forgot about it, actually. That was probably one of the first dozen episodes, I think. Must have been. Must have been, yeah. Anyway. By the way, if you are watching or listening, if you go to ktconfidential.ca, that'll take you right back to our YouTube playlist so you can watch all of the previous podcasts. And in the last, I don't know how many now, a dozen or so, Florencia has taken over the production yes, and has. editing side of it. And she's kicking and butt. And Ian has taken over right behind all three cameras that got every angle covered. Yeah. And I think we're getting this nailed down to a T here and it looking it's looking good. It Sounding is. good. It is. So welcome back. <laughs> uh, Thanks. Uh, third thing. Yes. Um what the fuck's the third thing? What oh. was I going to say? Oh, you're, you're, you're the way. Oh, the, the deep clean. Yes, the deep clean. Um, your house is pretty clean, but you do have a dog. I have a pony. I have a dog. I have a pony. You have two dogs. Yeah, I got a pony and a mini goat. Yeah, the pony's 150 pounds? 160. And he sheds? Like crazy. Yeah, and drools, right? Like, the slobber. It's like Niagara Falls. It's I'm constantly cleaning walls and floors and vacuuming. Right. It's Yeah, which is fun. why you need uh, <laughs> a bigger space for him and yeah. bigger space in the backyard and all that stuff. Um, so the dog stuff is going to be hard to do the deep clean now. Right. Um, I want to do a nice steam clean once everything's gone and like all the furniture is out. Like I want a proper, a proper one done. Like it's, yeah. it's hard to do it with all the furniture that we've got. And like you said, I mean, we've been in the house for 10 years. So yeah. you accumulate so much garbage, you know, um, like we didn't come from a lot. So you want to hold on to everything, right? Especially grandma. And she's like, oh, I got a little trinket from here. I got to save it. You know, it's just it's how we are. And yeah. Well, you guys are in a little bit of a different situation because mm-hmm. you are going to be renting your home out. Yeah. Um, so it might give you the ability to move all your stuff and then do the deep clean. Yeah. I want to give it clean to whoever comes in next. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to smell my dog just no. left over. You know, I don't even want to smell my dog. That's why I'm cleaning every day. It's brutal. Now, let's 
Turn the page. We're turning it. Uh, what are you looking forward to most about moving and getting a new house? Looking forward to a change of scenery. I want um, an opportunity to do kind of what we want in this new home. You know, I'm kind of interested in getting something a little bit older where we can potentially do some renovations and kind of make it what we want. This house that we got was great because we ended up going um, a little bit over what our initial budget was because we're those complainers that um, had to have our like needs, not like, okay, well, or our wants, not necessarily what just our needs were. And based on that, we had to go a little higher. So we actually, the house was pretty much moving ready for us. Like we walked in, we fell in love with it. Everything was like, ooh, ah, I love it. It's so bright. And it it worked for us for a really long time. And we've done minor changes here and there, but I mean, nothing huge. But I want something that we can put our touches on, like definitive touches, you know? Like I want to do a kitchen the way I want my kitchen to look like. You know, I want the floors that I want, like not something I came in with. so that I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to hopefully not having like everybody and their brother being able to see in my backyard. Yep. A little bit more privacy would be nice. Sure. I mean, you're in a semi-detached home. Yeah. In a newer neighborhood. Yeah. Not new, but. Newer. Um, yeah. So when you're in your backyard, you've got probably, you know, 10 windows peering into your backyard. At least. And like our deck is raised. So, you know, you've got that extra, what, five, like Your neighbor's barbecuing. You can actually see what they're barbecuing. Hey, how's it going? What's what's our dinner? This guy over here. Hey, how's it going? What's our dinner? And then I got the people in the windows up top there. And I look up and I'm like, that's awkward. Like, it's a little creepy. Yeah. But, you know, a little bit of privacy in that aspect. I want a bigger yard, um, something with grass because our first dog halo um killed the grass right twice three times and you know by the last time oh, i was yeah. like i'm your, done i'm done no more letting grass your dog out and letting him do his business on on the grass mm-hmm. it's it's pretty much a goner oh yeah and when we initially moved in the amount of snow that milton was getting at the time it and just the way our house faced and the wind blew the amount of snow that collected just around the fence sure. and um yeah. from the deck down it was just constant water so by the time your winter's over it's just like soggy muddy poo water and i was just i was like it's gotta go so we ripped it out thanks for that visual it's my pleasure as long as you have a visual you know you're welcome welcome to kt confidential the real estate podcast it happens home of poo water (laughs) Hey, if you caught animals in a small yard, it's gonna happen. And so I want I want grass. I want grass for the dogs to run. I want them to be able to, be able to play. I wanna I wanna have barbecues where my family can kind of just like the kids can go and run everywhere. You know, I want that. My husband wants a two car garage because you know, it's a guy thing. It's a guy thing. I know, and he's a car guy, so I can't really well, have that much. You know, you have two vehicles, so in the winter time. Right now, you've got a single car driveway. It's a pain in the ass to do the shuffle, right? And technically, we actually have three because Gavin's got a work vehicle. Right. So he's got his truck. I've got my truck. And then he's got the work van. We're, what, a one and a half driveway? Not right. even a half driveway. Right. My, get, it's so sad. You know, yeah. I get tickets all the time. I got to park a car at my grandparents' house because they've got a massive driveway. So one car goes there. But definitely parking's an issue. It's a huge issue. It wasn't when we initially moved into Milton because it wasn't part of the bylaw. We were allowed some overhang. Yep. Um, 
We've also changed vehicles a few times since we moved. Oh, it it was part of the bylaw. Just somebody probably complained, and then the ticket person came around and started smacking you around. Yeah, I think think the highest was in one week we got four tickets in the same week on my own damn driveway. Yeah. Like, I pay property tax. Find something else to do. Like, people parked on the road, fine. Don't bug me on my driveway. Like... So that's why you buy a house with a double car garage. Yes, but when we moved to Milton Ostrich. Okay, so we have double car garage, (laughs) big backyard. Big backyard. I need at least three bedrooms. Three bedrooms. I want open concept, ideally, but if it's not and I can make it, I don't care. Right. If you're going to be doing some renovations, if you're going to redo, usually the open concept comes from the kitchen. Yeah. So if you're going to redo the kitchen, which is Mm -hmm. probably likely... Mm -hmm. It's not that hard to knock down a wall. No. Even if there's a supporting, if it's a supporting mm-hmm. wall, you can put beams in. There's other ways to support it. Yep. I mean, it might cost a I was, little more money, but yeah, um, just the cost. getting an open concept, once you're committed to doing renos, that's not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Floors are easy. Definitely. Um, I need to be close by to amenities. Um, grandma lives with us, and, you know, she likes... You know, the woman's an ox. So does she drive? No. Okay. She doesn't she, drive. Does she take the bus? No. She doesn't speak English either. But she gets by. Like, for someone who doesn't speak English and she, like, actually has, like, for someone to speak English, she can say, like, yes or no, but she doesn't understand a lot. Have you ever thought but, of giving her an old phone and just downloading, like, a translator on it so she can walk around and I, speak to it in Portuguese and it translate it for her? I honestly don't even think I could explain that to her for it to stick for her to be able to use it like i try to show her a picture on my phone and i'm like oh look at the picture and she like starts touching it, and then it disappears i'm like no, no we can't touch it she's like oh okay so i'm like hey look at the picture and then it's she starts touching basic, it again something very basic i'm gonna look on know. amazon and all see right if, you let me know right you let me know actually it's funny because my neighbor does he'll use his translator to speak to her right yeah because they love my neighbors love grandma so like any chance that they can get to talk to her she probably cooks for them she actually doesn't, but they love her. Okay. <laughs> Sweet old lady. Just she's just the best. I love her. But now, yeah, Nina now knows. I know why she never says anything to me. Yeah, because she, she's always very nice, and you can see it in her face. Yeah, she's. But always. she just grabs the dog and leaves, and I'm like, "All right, good job with yeah, you." Yeah, yeah. Now just I smile. Know why. It's just a smile. <laughs> um, I'm just joking. So. When you say close to amenities, she actually needs to be able to walk. Yeah, like stuff. Yeah, right now she walks to the grocery store all the time. Like right. Longos is her favorite. So place. if the new house didn't have a grocery store within walking distance, would that be a problem? Probably. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because um, she might not come if she can't walk somewhere. She doesn't want to be locked up in the house well, all day. This is the kind of thing that I think. You know, in the discovery as a realtor with a buyer client, Mm -hmm. I think this is the stuff that's really important because I don't want to show you guys 10 homes. You fall in love with one and then you say, hey, where's the grocery store? Oh, it's three kilometers that way. Well, I hope grandma has a new set of knees Mm -hmm. because walking three kilometers there and then three kilometers back with the groceries, you're going to look at me and you're going to say, oh, I love the house, but the location sucks. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. So you do understand that if you want to stay in Milton, there's only like six grocery stores. Yeah. So 
you're going to be very limited if you want to walk with to one of them. Oh, I'm all And that pretty well eliminates anything in the outskirts in like the rural areas. So Campbellville, mm-hmm. there are no grocery stores really. Um, you got to hop on the 401 or down Steeles Avenue or Dairy or wherever and, and come into the grocery store. Guelph might have some options, but I know you don't necessarily want to be that far because you still have family in Oakville yeah. and need to be uh, closer to them. So you just shrank the potential options uh, quite a bit. I just made your job that much harder. So good luck with that one, my friend. I just increased your budget that much more. (laughs) How about that? Well, we're not selling anymore. We're not selling and we're not moving anywhere if you're going to increase the budget. Right. You're not allowed to talk to your husband. I'm not trying to give you more anxiety. No. Um, Okay. So we're starting to narrow it down. Is there anything else? Just enough room to park our vehicles. Yeah, got that. Besides the garage driveway space. Got um, that. I mean, curb appeal would be nice, but I mean, I can always make that too. You can it's change not that. really something. Aside from that, like nothing too, curb too crazy. Curb appeal is what turns people on to the home. So I understand that. Like if you see yeah. the first photo on MLS or on the listing, whatever, and it's an ugly piece of crap, you're going to be mm-hmm. less encouraged that it's going to look good on the inside or look good in person. Uh, but paint, landscaping, you know, minor things mm-hmm. can make huge, huge, huge improvements to that. Mm-hmm. So usually when somebody says, oh, I want nice curb appeal. Okay, that goes in one ear, out no, the other, other because that's an easy fix. Yeah. And we if have I to look... focus on location mm-hmm. and the things that you cannot change. Yeah, the main thing for it would be location. Like anything about the inside of a house or the outside, for the most part, we can likely change given the right dollar figure. Right. Um, the concern is grandma. Like I want to make sure she's comfortable. What if the home was in Acton? I don't mind Acton. It's not like I don't like it. But if I'm trying to make the most money I can moving forward too, I just got to think location, like a better location. Cause Are you Acton, talking about for resale value? Yes. Because this house isn't well, where we're going to stay for the rest of our lives either. It's all relative. Like you'll pay less, a little bit less to buy in Acton. Right. But you'll probably be able to find more options. Well, there's only one grocery store in Acton, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> You do, like, if you stay in that kind of downtown act and core, right. you got a lot of stuff that you can walk to. The old hide house. Oh, God. Buy, my, buy grandma a leather coat. Um, what about Brampton? No. Georgetown? Yes. West Mississauga? Yeah. I, something of appeal just kind of gets to me. I don't know why. North Oakville? I love Oakville. If I could afford Oakville, I would totally live in Oakville. The double car garage thing would probably be an issue within budget. Yeah. Um, Waterdown? Mm, I'd prefer Burlington to Waterdown, but I, I know Waterdown's Well, that was upcoming. what I was going to suggest next. I Burlington. like Burlington. Yeah, my dad lives in Burlington. My sister lives in Burlington. Like, I'm okay with Halton. How would your husband feel about those locations? Um, He's okay with it. His main thing is being close to a highway just for work because he travels he's in service so he travels a lot for work so um like close to the qew qew or the 401 we just need a highway like something that can gain him access prefer not that he's (laughs) does he pay for it himself okay well if it's for work i don't care you can use the work 407 but if i'm paying for the 407 you're not taking the 407 stay away from the 407 right we have free highways here okay (laughs) we have free highways it's fine (laughs) um okay 
Well, that gives me a good starting point. So yeah. that's my starting point. And I love bungalows. So just to throw that in there. Love bungalows, back yeah, splits. Bungalows with a double car garage. Like you're starting to limit. I want a bungalow on a 50 by 135 lot right next to Sobeys with a double car garage on a nice quiet street. It's got to look cute from the front and have a shit ass interior. Sounds like you got it picked. Right. Good luck. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to look for that unicorn. Yes. And uh, I'm going to pack a box tonight. And you're going to pack a box tonight and uh, I'll take a picture. Th- throw out anything that you need to throw out from it. Okay. And uh, sell or donate whatever you're not taking with you to the next house, but one box gets tackled tonight. Gotcha. There you go. Good luck. Thank you, sir. Good luck good, to you. Good deal. Good luck to you. Thanks. <laughs> no worries. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for watching episode 195. Till next time.